Have you noticed how much harder it is to do this show now that we've cut out WWE? This show ran on at least for at least three years on just spite. Yeah, once you took the hatred out, <laughs> it's no longer a show anymore. So, I guess. I yeah, we're just like, oh well, fuck. Uh, I kind of I kind of miss the hate a little bit, but in other ways, I don't. Because I'm watching good wrestling. Because <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't weigh down my soul as you much. You know what? How about this? Just to start off the show, just to refresh things, let's get a little WWE news in. Looks like Charlotte Flair and oh god, oh no, it's the whole page. Why is it fifty different headlines with just Charlotte Flair's name in it? It got so fucking rough there. Guys, Charlotte Flair killed JFK. I just read it on Wrestling Inc. She was the one that was supposed to bring JFK Jr. back, wasn't she? So welcome to Fight Boys, a show about professional and not-so-professional wrestling, and I'm all about the budge, Scotty Moore. I am pre-budge Blake Tanner. I'm everyone's accountability buddy, the Dylan. (laughs) Man, you know when something's so good that you can't talk about it anymore, and you just kind of have to look at the other person and just say, just watch it, just watch the shit. That's me with AEW lately, is I'm like, I can't even break down why it's good i can no longer be a reviewer i'm just now like it's a good fucking show kenny omega came out as a ghostbuster what else do you want and his rival was the state puff marshmallow man he was undercover <laughs> beat I, the shit out of somebody yeah came out as i don't even fucking know what <laughs> i do love the internet saying uh God, imagine being Adam Cole, saddled with these elite nerds having to do this. And I'm like, this was probably his idea. Kenny wanted to do Squid Game, and then they said no. Fuck the network for that, by the way. I just finished Squid Game. Fucking great shit. Well, you got but, uh, a BTE yeah, no, episode I, I'm out pretty, of it. I'm pretty, pretty sure it's more a thing of that uh, Adam was upset that he missed out on when they did uh, Ghostbusters back in New Japan. It was oh, yeah. just like, no, 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 no. There's four of us now. We're doing <laughs> this. I have to be in it. I have yeah. to be in it. Which one of us is Bill Murray? Listen, don't bring that up. We're all Bill Murray. We're all uh, Bill Murray. Apparently, they told Ruckus that morning, the morning of the show, hey, we work because they had a, the full Squid Game thing planned out, and then the network told them last minute, like, hey, no. So they told Ruckus that morning, we need a Ghostbusters theme by tonight. And apparently within the span of an hour, Ruckus busted out, I ain't afraid of no budge, which is an absolute club banger at this point. God damn. I'm sorry, I missed it. Where the fuck did that name come from? I like, I like was out for a couple of days from like (laughs) wrestling internet and I came back. Budge. And, and now he's Budge. Um, and now he's Budge. Yeah. I was just like, I missed something somewhere. <laughs> some being the elite. Some something. Some segment that because I don't have live TV. 
Yeah, on BT they were making fun of the uh, Adam Cole manager main roster. Not allegations, that's the wrong term, but the stuff they were saying about that. So Silver confronted him and said, hey, you'd be a great manager. We just really would love you to cut cut your hair, but then you'd be a great manager for the, or for the Dark Order. We'll call you Budge. <laughs> So they wanted to change everything about him like Vince wanted to. And the new name is Budge. <laughs> I am Budge. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, FTR are finally in a place where I'm like, that makes sense. I don't know why them being AAA champions make sense to me, but they really, they work great as like the evil heel at the top of the mountain that also kind of serves as the antithesis for everything AAA is about. And I'm really digging them. So so you know how Jeff Jarrett was AAA mega champion and he would throw uh, tortillas into the crowd oh back in his t- back during TNA? Yeah. <laughs> it has those vibes. Like, we dressed up as luchadors, did no lucha shit, hit the champions with their own belt, beat them. Now we claim to be the best luchadors in the world. Yeah. Like, it's that. It's that bullshit. Also, their jobber matches are such a joy to watch. Oh, yeah. Because there was the last one where they played dead until the fiery baby face wore out. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what happened in that? Bam. The other one was they beat the other team so quick that uh, I think it was was Dax was just like looking like that's 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 it. He just looked (laughs) confused. He still had his ring jacket on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I don't. What's happened to where now Cody Rhodes has become a symbiote? And his bad storylines are now bleeding into other storylines. It's the Cody-verse. Uh, the, the, Cody. the Cody-verse, yeah. Because uh, now he was like, okay, Malachi, you're aligned with Andrade. Why? Not sure. But you are, which means now I'm fighting Andrade. And you remember that one time that you paid FTR money? They're going to well, help you again today. <laughs> We're not sure why. What happened to the Pinnacle? Fuck you. That's what happened to the Pinnacle. (laughs) More money. Yeah, the Pinnacle is such the Pinnacle is such a weird they're like the anti-faction. Yeah. (laughs) They never show up at the same time. The Pinnacle is three people. The Pinnacle is MJF, Wardlow, and Sean Spears. Which isn't bad. No, it's but, not, because Sean Spears, Sean Spears as a steel chair pervert has been hilarious. It's so good. I now love they came Sean out Spears. earlier. Yeah, they came out earlier today, um, this week's episode of Dynamite, to uh, to try to help MJF, but then they got attacked by Sting and the paper faces. Yeah, <laughs> just a bunch of people wearing MJF's face. Uh, also on it's this week's episode... Sting. <laughs> Also in this week's episode, CM Punk decided to turn a man heel for no good reason. <laughs> what do you mean, turn a man heel? CM Punk turned heel by being a douche. <laughs> I don't, I think, Ed, well. No, um, no, no, I know what it was meant to do. He just sounded like a petty little jackass. Yeah, the, I liked the You opening. interrupted me, therefore, Fuck I'm you. not going to do the thing that the people like because I need to fight you because you interrupted a, a one-minute segment of mine. Yeah. That's petty AF, and I hope Eddie kicks his ass. I did enjoy the line of, because of Eddie Kingston, you will not get CM Punk versus Orange Cassidy, and you will not get CM Punk versus, uh, versus Brian Danielson at full gear. And I was like, 
it feels weird that you're blatantly telling me the reason I should not like the person you're fighting. But that's a really good reason I shouldn't like the person you're fighting. Uh, but yeah, See, no. for me, it was the other way around. I was like, it's really weird that you're telling me why you're a little bitch. Yeah, why you're being petty in this moment. Yeah, I don't mind it. I like that we didn't get the generic punk promo that he's been doing lately, where he was just like, look, I am upset, and I want to be, I want to cut a promo. And that was fine. It was different from what we've usually got, but it was a little petty. You ain't, you ain't relying about that. I'm very excited for Full Gear now, actually, because Full Gear has become more unpredictable. Unfortunately, because John Moxley went into, you know. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, the only other triple thing, threat. Yeah, <laughs> the only triple other threat. Thing, oh no, we're we're getting the big boy versus uh, Danielson again, which I don't even know which way we're gonna go there. Because I wouldn't have Danielson's first loss be to Miro, but also Miro would be a hell of a challenger for Hangman, so I'm kind of like, damned if I do, damned if I don't. Like I said, man, you do, you do, you triple threat. Mox comes back, I never, I never lost. lost. Yeah. Time limit draw in his match against Danielson, triple threat at Revolution. That wouldn't be bad. Or at some random show. You um, put that on free TV? Winter is coming too. eat it up. <laughs> winter is coming. Winter is coming. Uh, let's Hard see. winter. Small news: The Blade released a small little thing on Instagram, or it might have been on his social media, just in general, talking about the fact that he struggles with anxiety and depression, and how AEW has actually helped him out. And that actually is, given that, and then also something we will be talking about later. Yeah. It does make me happy how much AEW really does care about mental yeah, health. His wife. His wife too. That was why Bunny was off of uh, TV really? for a while. I didn't know. Yeah, about yeah. That she her. was. She struggled with that at the at the beginning of her run. That's right. Yeah, because she was just Allie initially, and then became the Bunny. Uh, another and, one. And then she was just gone for a bit, and then yeah. there was that weird storyline with QT Marshall. Oh fuck! God, I forgot about that. Hey, is everyone he... did except me because I won't let it go. Has he had uh... a good storyline? Has QT ever had a good storyline? Um, he's had parts of one, but never like a start to finish. He's had the yeah. There have been pieces. good moments, I think. Yeah. in his storylines, just not overall bangers. Yeah, he, he he hasn't he hasn't like run a full race of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, then last thing, Tony Khan got interviewed, and they asked him, "Hey, what the fuck's up with Cody Rhodes?" <laughs> I really wish that was the official thing that they said to him. Uh, but he said, it's been a long time since what Cody got was the opposite of the intended reaction. I've known what the reaction is supposed to be for a long time, and I think Cody wants it to be very polarizing. It's not all one side. It's a mix of the crowd, very similar to Cena in terms of how you hear a split. There's a ton of women and kids no, that are no. huge fans. Somebody. No. I don't know, dude. They were, it was pretty split tonight. It's up. Oh, I haven't okay. heard in a while. Let me inform you what Orlando was like, because <laughs> I was there. It was 98 to 2, <laughs> and I was yelling loud enough to cover up for the two. Yeah. Uh, I literally <laughs> screamed, fuck you, Homelander. <laughs> uh, I hate Cody Rhodes so much. <laughs> a disproportionate amount i had to explain my dislike for to code about cody rhodes to jaga's girlfriend all right 
so good. I was like, I'm so glad you left that show after Proud and Powerful were out because you would have heard me say some very unsavory things about Cody Rhodes. <laughs> uh, uh, and I don't want to bring that energy into work. Yeah. I don't. In the I right don't. moments, they do cheer Cody. And we saw that when he saved Pac from Malachi and Andrade. So I do think people are very emotionally invested in him one way or another, which is a good thing. And I'm like, he's not wrong. He's not wrong, unfortunately. No, no, no. See, here's the problem is Tony Khan is good enough to spin that it. He can cover for how much Cody is just like slapping his dick around. I enjoyed um I enjoyed last week's. Last week was the promo he had where he basically said like, "Hey, I'm not fucking turning heel. It's the easiest thing for me to do to win you guys over." And I'm not gonna take the easy way out. I I appreciated it, if nothing else, because now it's really, just got, really, it's like because one... I feel like it was him somehow pulling pulling the last bit of the move of having his head so far up his own ass that it like like w- like all the way inside out, like pulling a rabbit out of a hat. I I don't mind it. I like this desperation to be cared about that Cody has. That is very Homelander of caring about what the people think in the public image and all of that, which is great. But also the idea because he does that, and then he also does his bullshit entrances. You can't have both. You can't have both. This week wasn't that. He's fallen into a groove. At least it is the same entrance every time. At least it's not a giant. The uh, entrance itself is yeah, it's bullshit <laughs> it kind they of have to is set up but... specific shit just for cody rhodes i think the only i mean the only thing that they would have to set up is the centerpiece which would have to be moved up anyways i don't think that's specifically... there's the centerpiece that's on a pulley and then he gets you forget he gets raised okay raised yeah now that is a bit up. much uh, the my, only time that was acceptable was when Rey Mysterio did it. And that's that was 15 years ago. And that's because they launched his ass out. Like yeah, he launched his ass out. Then he stopped doing that because he hurt his knees. But, like, um, that's it. That's the only sounds reason. Like it. Although my other um, little nerd theory is the fact that when he said, I'm not going to turn, I'm never going to turn, he never said, I'm never going to turn heel. Meaning, at one point, he could just be like, I was never babyface in the first place, you fucking idiots. I never cared about you guys or something uh, Listen, akin to that. I just need, I just need Cody Rhodes to lose a feud. I just need him to, like, just outright lose one feud. I did admire what they did with the end of the Malachi feud, which is, I don't care that you beat me. You're a shitty person. <laughs> And now everyone knows that. Like, I, I enjoyed that feud where it's not I that turned he... a whole crowd against you. We were against him at the start. The bullshit way he finished the match yeah. only cemented it. Uh, let's see. Uh, also, support your local independent wrestlers nowadays or non-local independent wrestlers because it's been a rough week. Uh, ROH released... Fucking everybody. Everybody. <laughs> no more contracts. That was. I, I really want. I really. I, I really like. When you. I remember you. You posted that. ROH released everybody. Wait. Wait. What? <laughs> it was, they released everyone. Me? I was like, what do you mean? Every. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Uh, you know. In addition to that, everyone. MLW has released Mance. MLW released. Shit, who's the other big name that they recently... I think they've released Lawler. 
Tom Lawler. Mance, yeah, Filthy Tom Lawler. Yeah, Mance, Mance wanted out, so that works. Filthy Tom's just going to be in, in New Japan, America. I'm going to be very excited about wherever Mance goes next. Speaking of Mance, also definitely support Mance Warner and definitely support Dan Housen. Because the show I was supposed to go to on Sunday did see both of them break mm-hmm. their legs. Yeah, Which that's... means that that ring was fucked up. I don't know if it was made of sludge or what, or if it had flubber on it, but... Yeah, Danhausen they... is, like, everyone's favorite wrestler that they've never seen wrestle. I've seen him on VODs. I've seen, like, I watched the four dead. He's a fucking great wrestler, without a doubt. Like, him and Warhorse are both guys who were spent years being great indie guys. And then one day just said, hey, what if we just had a character and then didn't have to worry about doing insane shit off the top rope or, like, Warhorse got a turnbuckle ripped out of his lip once. He's like, yeah, I think just painting my face is going to be easier than this. But yeah, no, support your local independence if yep. and when you can. I don't really know what the ones are around me anymore. I'll I be mean, honest. You're, you're Florida, so your independent scene is uh, AEW Dark at Universal Studios <laughs> is your version of an indie scene. Fun fact, I get to trade Universal tickets for uh, Dark tickets. Hey! Yeah. Oh, oh, so one. you could stock up. Oh, Never well, mind. no, I'm, I'm I'm quitting at the end of the, at the end of this year. Like, I oh, may steal some of your, was... uh, your uni tickets. Just saying, your <laughs> last one. You got to do it quick. Uh, also, AEW is quite possibly ended. I believe it's official. Ended their working relationship with Impact, which means Good Brothers aren't going to be seen anymore. Which, eh. but also something me and Blake realized earlier. Where's Don Callis? I think Don's gone. <laughs> they took Don away. Now, Don quit Impact. Yeah, I know. That's the other thing for me was the fact that I, I knew Don quit Impact to go to AEW, but also I don't think I've seen Don in the past few weeks on AEW. Like he's not been out there for Kenny matches or out with any of their entrances. So I don't know what's going on there. I'm sure there's a perfectly reasonable explanation. I'm hoping he's just doing doing his own thing and taking some time off at least. Yeah. Yeah. I miss uh, him though. He is by far one of my favorite managers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just fucking he's, he's up there for me. He's he's in my uh He's in my he's in he's my top nu- five. Nuclear heat on a pole, that man. Uh <laughs> listen he's man, t- his his double or nothing heat could have fueled like an entire like the it's, energy energy course for an entire city. I have a running like bat or running notes document on my phone of like who I want for the Golden Boy Awards at the end of the year. Don Callis's name has been firmly in the heel position ever since Double or Nothing. <laughs> uh, in uh. other Impact news. They may have uh, lost some people in the AEW Forbidden Door closing, but they got speedball fucking Mike Bailey, and I'm hyped for that. Mike Bailey versus Josh Alexander will be great. Mm, nice. Mike Josh. Bailey versus Mike Bailey versus Ace Austin. Mike Bailey versus just about anybody. Guy, you just reminded me though of what the fuck they did to Josh Alexander. Uh, although it was obvious if you were watching the show, uh, yeah, Josh beat Christian for the Impact Championship. Uh, got Plan C in, 
traded in the belt. Option C, that's right. Uh, Plan C, I believe, is something different. Uh, Option option (laughs) C is way to the top, won the title, and then Moose, who won the... What briefcase is it? It's similar to a Money in the Bank, but it's not, where you could just cash in. Call your shot. Call your shot. Uh, He goes, yeah, I called my shot for tonight after this match. Comes out, beats the shit out of Josh, wins the belt. So Moose is your new Impact Champion, and... I kind of hate it, but I'm kind of okay with it because we get to at least keep Josh as like a chasing champion. Mm-hmm. Also, Moose finally gets the belt. Yeah. Has Moose ever held the Impact title officially? Did That's he... why we were all really weirded out when he was challenging Kenny at one point. We're just like, he can't win. Why are we doing this now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah. on the bright side, Moose is ready to run today. As champions. <laughs> Running moose. Moose. Um, also, Good stuff. Oh, God. Do I want to do another dramatic reading of EC3? Cause no. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. Did he have a show yet? His weird little fucking show? Yes. I, I did a live reading of the description of him versus fucking the Titan, <laughs> which was equally ridiculous. Trouble, 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 trouble. <laughs> It's like he's saying things that I agree with, but he's saying them so fancifully that all I can imagine is him in a beret in front of, like, um, full sail. He's <laughs> just screaming at people. Uh, you have been lied to your whole life. I've been seeing this from April 2020, but I have known it for so much longer. This lie is so blatant, so vivid, so audacious. It's in your name. Honor. Honor, as we've been taught, is a lie. There's no honor in what we do. Corporate wrestling, three-letter brands, the divisive, toxic, delusional bubble that is the professional wrestling community. And it just kind of keeps going (laughs) like that. Is this what it's like in your head whenever you read shit? No, this is just what I think he sounds like. Which is a fanciful vampire. Probably what he thinks he sounds like in his head. (laughs) He's like if broken Matt Hardy was serious. (laughs) And I don't like (laughs) that at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, Serious allegations that I don't feel he's deserved, but okay. (laughs) Uh, Finally, uh, Mm. I I think the G1 wasn't over by the time you guys recorded last week. Although I no, didn't release it. No, it was not. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Blake was right. Uh, Okada won. This is the fucking uh, one year I didn't get to my predictions where I could have fucking got Okada winning. Hey, Blake, you are. do you see this monkey's paw curling up at you wanting <laughs> Okada to win? Yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, but uh, instead of a briefcase, he wanted the fourth belt. So the belt from before the unification. The good one, yeah. And, like, I don't know what the fuck it means. Any Like, I have had very much difficulty following New Japan since the beginning of the year. Uh, like I said, largely because I've shifted my focus to AEW. It's more accessible. And since the pandemic, all of the storylines have been fucked up. Also, Dick Togo is apparently somehow involved in, like, booking now, which is why evil continues to be a thing. Oh, wow. And okay. 
and why I and why Dick Togo interfering in all these matches is a thing. Like he's just it's not it's not great. It's not bad. I'll still buy Wrestle Kingdom this year, one hundred percent. Because you don't need to know any of the build. They have all those crazy ass promo packages before every match. You're just like, I know what's going on now. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. it's hard to it's hard to do a bad Wrestle Kingdom nowadays, I think. <laughs> like a really bad one. I don't like know, man. It's gonna be hard them. for them to follow up the fact that I watched all out. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Com- comparatively, I mean, comparatively, all out was fucking amazing. Then again, uh, the forbidden door is open, so I might get to see Brian Danielson versus someone. Yeah. Also, Shibata's making his way back slowly yeah. but surely. I uh, God, I love, God bless uh, him for it. Danielson got interviewed about the fact that he goes, uh, yeah. WWE, they really wanted me to stick around, and so they they said they had talks with the people at New Japan, so hopefully I could go over and work a Wrestle Kingdom or something like that. And they said, uh, so how'd those talks turn out? And they go, and Brian said, well, they haven't gotten back to me yet, and given the fact that AEW seems to have a decent relationship with New Japan, I gotta say, don't think the talks went well with WWE. <laughs> it's like, well, they never, they haven't gotten back to me yet. I love that he's still leaving it open to the fact <laughs> that one day they're just gonna text him out of the blue. It's like, Please cut back. We got the new Japan deal. We got the we got Suzuki. Did it already? What? Yeah, Tony said if I couldn't get to New Japan, he'd just bring it to me. It was so fucking dope. And you know what else is dope? Our lovely patrons at patreon.com slash a load of BS. Go over support, watch wrestling with us, and let me yell at you about why your wrestling opinions are wrong. And you can do that at patreon.com slash a load of BS. But for now, who are we tweeting this week, D? Have fun tweets. Wait, you It it involved one of one of his heels and baby faces. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's okay. We can tweet him. It's all right. I see. Uh, I was, I was uh, Danhausen get wellhausen. Hey at Danhausen. The Fight Boys Housens wish you to a very get wellhausen. Tell Dusthausen to follow us on Twitter. I told my friend at work about that. I was like, I was like, listen, I really need a chance to meet Chuck Taylor just so I can say, hey, you remember that time for a year and a half? You got to tweet every single Wednesday like clockwork from the same motherfuckers. You remember the shirt you got in Atlanta and promptly probably threw away? (laughs) (sighs) All right, let's get into our heels and baby faces of the week. Blake, would you like to start with a heel? Have you got one? Oh, I do. It's a short one, so we can finish up. But guess guess who's flip-flopped back to the other side since I think last time when he was a babyface? Big Show? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Paul White's back in the heels tonight. No, it's, um, it's our old buddy Jim Cornette. Yeah, baby, let's tell stories about wrestling. Let's insult whole cultures and genders at the same time. Oh shit! Let me look this one up. I, oh, oh no! Oh, oh bud! It's the Jim Cornettish thing you'll see this year. Oh, ch- can I even read this one? I'm looking for it right now. 
Can, out, out loud, you mean? I don't know. It might get us docked off of every podcast. <laughs> yeah, so. because it's like... Is it's it Twitter? I don't, it's not tweeted. It's from his uh, the last episode of his podcast, I think. Um, and I'll just I'll just give you the highlights that I think are okay enough to read. Wait, can you send me a link so I can read along with these? Because everything is unfortunately just it's 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 like Donald Trump. Like it's a, a ocean of shit that he's done. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? Part of this shit am I supposed to be looking at right now? Yeah, I put a link into the Facebook chat so you could see. Um, it's... Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed the... Oh, no! No! Yeah. It's a minute 41 seconds long if you want to listen to the whole thing and get all of the terribleness. But the the head, the highlights are in the, in the title. Which... Uh, I don't, uh, I'll read the second half. It's mm-hmm. all pretty bad, but Jim Cornette referred to Hikaru Shida as an interchangeable outlaw show girl. When you look at Hikaru Shida, firstly, interchangeable, no. Outlaw is such a bizarre choice of phraseology for Shida. It's it's also the fact that due to that he refuses to watch her match against Serena Deeb because she won the match. Apparently, if she yeah. had lost, no, because Jim... he's an idiot. Well, that too. Yes, it says it refuses to watch her match with Serena Deeb given that she won. I love yeah. this idea of like she'd have lost this match. I'm in. <laughs> Bring it here, big boy. God. He Everything just... about him has just become progressively more and more awful over time. Uh, yeah. It's like every now and again you'll get one of these takes that I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know what? That's a good one. And the rest of it is just this shit spewing out of his mouth of every these horrible wrestling takes. Every time you see him on like a dark side of wrestling or any kind of documentary, you're just like, oh, this will be actually insightful and like, you know, well-versed. And then anytime I see he said anything on the internet, I was just like, shut it down. Shut it yep. down now. It's uh, like professional. I think it's because he is one of those people that knows his audience and is willing to say what his audience like will listen to as opposed to if he's on something like a dark side of the ring he's going to keep it more uh uh, professional and yeah yeah kind of basically (laughs) i mean as we've seen you don't have to be look at tommy dreamer look at tommy dreamer and see what happened to him yeah congratulations tommy on your release from impact you fucking earned it uh, also you promoted par- yourself to fan. Yeah. Also, Cornette apparently did say Sheeta was the wrestler in the genie pants, meaning he's not even referring to the right wrestler. Cause that's fucking See, Yuka. That, that's you. Was she? Wait, was she wearing? I don't remember her wearing big pants like that anytime recently. She has like a she has like a piece of cloth or something that like kind of looks like it on like over one leg. It's yeah. Part of the outfit. Yeah, yeah, because I think of that, but that's not. Then again, I don't have old man vision like Jim Cornette does. So, <laughs> got another thirty years. <laughs> exactly. Uh, now you made me sad. I haven't seen Yuka Sakazaki in forever. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, 
he thinks the wrestlers are all interchangeable in New Japan because of the whole Asian thing. God, uh-huh. Jim Bud. I'm sorry, is that a direct quote? <laughs> I don't think the whole Asian thing, like it's from the fucking Beetlejuice musical, <laughs> is, is what he actually said. Uh, no, also, this is just. They're not from New Japan. They're from like the 18 Joshi yeah. promotions. I think this is more referring to uh, general a general malaise of racism that falls around okay. him. By the uh, way, that is that is part of the reason why I I don't get into Joshi is because there are like six good Joshi yeah. promotions and I'm just like that's too much. Can't that pick is one. Too much. Yeah. I was able to I was able to get into wrestling the way I was because there was one good promotion on each continent. Yep. <laughs> it's and like that um, was that was all I needed. If you if you wanted lucha, you went to like CML CMLL Ring of Honor. The three good ones were all connected at one point. Yeah. It was ROH. Back in the good old days of 2018. In the good old days. All right. You want to get into your. Oh, fuck. I just saw what your heel is, Dylan. It's very good. Yeah. (laughs) Hi. My name is the Dylan. I hate Cody Rhodes. I hate the vlog crew. I hate Fuego 2. Fuego Dose. Sorry. Hi, Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Um, now, granted, my dislike of the vlog crew is largely because I know nothing about that. And, like, it seems like they're taking the place of, like, the elite from the Ring of Honor days. And, like, no. No. Yeah. You're not. You're, you're, your crew's not made up of stars. It's made up of jobbers. And Sammy Guevara. Now, yeah, granted, yeah. Fuego del Sol has somehow memed his way into the hearts of many, but I will gladly watch someone kick the shit out of Fuego del Sol. <laughs> so can't say that about anyone on the, anyone back in the elite days. Uh, so, yeah, apparently part of this has to do with Cody wearing a Fuego mask. And now there is Fuego Dose who is very clearly Cody Rhodes, but he put, like, some flesh-colored paint. I guess he got some from the HHN people to cover up his his uh, terrible neck tattoo and the dream tattoo. He put on a singlet, which he looks god-awful in. Not and proceeded- since Christopher Daniels has I seen someone look worse in a singlet. <laughs> oh. I, actually, I actually didn't mind his singlet back in ROH. Uh, but... And, and then he proceeds to wrestle worse. Is it Too Fuego, Too Furious? What's the name of it? Yes. God, it's so good. It's not good, it, but it's so good. It, and I know part of it is that the tag team is to make Fuego... Del Wait, Sol he's look, look actively good. wrestling badly? Yes, he is not effective. He is not effective. <laughs> Fuego... Fuego was the hot tag. Fuego was like the one that won the match with, with the two of them. Cody got taken out by some kid by some kid named Kid Bandit who had two thousands raw hair in like legitimate <laughs> stoplight colors. Like it went it went green, yellow, red. I need that kid was awesome. I don't know. I need to look him up again. That shit was great. He did kung he did fucking kung fu moves. But yeah, at the end of the match, that kid whooped 
uh, did a tope suicida, whooped Cody's ass so bad they both got taken out, and then and then Fuego proceeded to beat uh, was it Dean Alexander or whoever the other member of the vlog crew is that they have filming? I don't fucking know or care, but yeah. Yo, yeah, kid, I know it was man. supposed to be like I know it was kid. supposed to be like a fun thing because I know that uh, uh, Brian Danielson dressed up as uh, was it Infinico well, I mean, yeah, for the taping. Did, they've done that. Like, they've had. Uh, I mean, like there's Juan Cena of the past. I'm watching it now. Kid Bandit looks legit. I really enjoy Kid Bandit's look. Yeah, but it, it, it is. It is. <laughs> it no. Just no. It's, Just, no, it's not good. No. But watching the bit Cody where he, Rhodes, he goes on like, his back to do the th- thing and then stops and then just kind of kicks him in the side of the head. That's like the lone highlight of that entire thing. I love thing. this fucking picture to, of him. I with swear, his- I swear to God, if I go to the dark taping next month and they're there, I'm booing them. I'm booing, kid I take that back. I'm booing exclusively Fuego Dos. Fuego Del Sol has never done anything to me. But like, God damn it. Okay, this rant has gone on far too long. I apologize, but like, God. No, I've been letting you do it so I can watch this match because watching Cody Rhodes at this point is like watching a slow motion car crash. And that's exactly what this match is. It's astounding how quickly Cody is able to look like a mid-carder who can only wrestle three-star matches. Funny. Um, <laughs> Kid, I, I just want to say I found this fucking picture. This fucking picture of Kid Bandit, and he's in this leather jacket with this fucking Final Fantasy ass sword over his back. Oh fuck yeah, <laughs> this dude! Fucking Edge Lord. Uh, uh, Kid I Bandit's love hair. It. I love Kid Bandit's hair. It's very, very good. Um, God, yeah, I'm seeing it now. This little Edge Lord. Oh, this little shit kicker. I love him. God, I hate don't him. Let, don't let Tumblr get a look at Kid Bandit, because Tumblr will eat this little boy alive <laughs> like a raisin. In oh, fact, me... I can test that theory right now. Let's go to the Wrestle Babies. Oh, my God. Uh, and while uh, I do that, I will get into my heel of the week. My heel actually does bleed into my baby face of this week, but as someone who is also a father... Uh, don't fucking hack private Instagram accounts, you absolute pieces of shit. That was so fucked up. Uh, as someone who also is tries to be very careful about not letting my daughter's image really get out on social media, we keep that private, I keep her mostly off most of my social media, there's reasons for that. There's reasons that people want to keep pictures of their children private or to themselves because the internet's full of fucking weirdos. And so don't hack people's private Instagram accounts uh, like what happened to the greatest human being in professional wrestling, Renee Paquette, who said, cool, cool, cool. I had a private Instagram account for friends and family to see my daughter. Someone hacked into the account. I can't get back in. Good luck or good job stealing pictures of a baby. You complete and utter loser. Don't fucking do that. (laughs) That's, That's like the base level of what it means to be a human. I'd say even a level before what it takes to be a human. Just be a thinking entity. Don't do this shit. I'm not fucking lying. 
Because it immediately just strikes me as someone who is going for, like, an active attempt at taking her account just because she is a public figure. And the just that that fact because uh you know people uh, who have some any celebrity status like they normally have private places because everywhere else is not private for them let them yeah. have it stop remember being the, shitty remember when the bucks had to go off of twitter yeah it's like people that people like you that do that um so that happened the other one um Screw it, I'll do my baby face and then circle back into heel. Uh, my baby face of the week is John Moxley, who uh, Tony Khan recently announced is doing uh, inpatient rehab for an alcohol recovery program, which of all people, like, it's one of those, it's kind of like when Ric Flair came out as a sex pest where you're like, yeah, Moxley probably does drink a lot, doesn't he? It's one of those things that you just, you try to just say, okay, that's just part of the public personality. But as someone who has in the past made drinking and being an insane psycho part of their internet personality, it does bleed into real life. And for John Moxley, who is on one of the hottest runs of his career, uh, current GCW champion, uh, just became the, a father, just um, became a all well, of no, that. I'm, I'm talking professionally mostly. Uh, on the cusp of what was looking to be a great heel turn, a great match with Danielson, potential AEW title shot. For him to be able to look at all that and say, no, fuck that. I need help. That's balls beyond balls. And so I want to give a great baby face of the week. Shout out to Moxley. Do you're going to kick ass. You're going to get through this. Take it from someone who is now three months sober now, I think. Yeah, it's you'll you'll get through that. He's, uh, yeah, especially because, um, like, he took a look and decided what his priorities were going to be, and they became get healthy and just, yeah. his, it doesn't uh, matter the rest of my life, I've got to be there for my family and I've got to do this right thing. I mean, and his promo he had, might have been last week, where he was just like, fuck this tournament, fuck winning the belt, fuck all of this. I'm coming here to make money for my daughter, and then I'm going to go home. That's all that matters. That shit hit me. I was like, okay, I get it. You know what? I mean, Mox, Mox may not be a nice person, but he's a good person. Yeah. The, uh, it, 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 uh, it rang of Kevin Owens' prize fighter things. Yeah, but like yeah. More family man version. Uh, but so that I'm, I'm just glad that he's getting the help that he needs. Yeah, but uh, that being said, quick quick circle around back to uh, Heels of the Week. Don't make it a fucking WWE versus AEW thing, you absolute sociopath. So wait, what are people saying? Because I saw you write this down, and I'm like, am, I'm guessing like, oh, he wasn't this way in WWE. Why is it that when he moved to AEW that this happened? That's yeah. my immediate, uh, like, thought. Uh, yeah, it, it's stuff akin to that of when he was in WWE, he didn't have these problems. No, he You don't know that. He probably did have the problems, but he was also In fact, a top it probably guy. started there. <laughs> yeah. Yes, as a matter of fact, like, but at that point, like, when he was in WWE, like, early, most of his run, he was not married he was not a father and doing all of the stuff on the road. Now he has a family 
And now he has so much more in his life than just the wrestling. The dude writes about what it's like to smoke crack at the beginning of his book. I'm pretty sure he's been through some things. I cannot Uh wait to read that book. It looks so good. Uh, But yeah, used to get fucked up on coke and go to the library. God (laughs) damn it. Uh, But yeah, read all the books. It's just generic people being like, well, he, when he was there, it wasn't that problem. And look, we like to shit on WWE. WWE, at least with people like Hardy and I think even Bennett, Jimmy Jacobs, or just a few of the people, WWE have in fact helped out with rehab pro- programs. But AEW has done just as well. We were talking earlier about the Blade, the Bunny, mental health uh, services for them. Both companies are... T- Decent. I will say that when it comes to the mental health of their workers, they're both decent. This not a don't make it a fucking battle. People are people and you don't need to use their problems and what they're going through to try to fuel your agenda one way or the other. So go fuck yourself, Twitter. And yeah, as it stands, uh, you know, the only thing Tony Khan said was like, Listen, this is what this is what's happening. Mox told me I could say, like, just give you this because this is where he is and this is why things on the show are happening now. Yeah, exactly. Then I the only other time that it was mentioned was in CM Punk's promo this week, and that was just like giving nothing but love to Mox. Yeah, that was punk. And I think of all people like having Punk, the straight edge guy whose gimmick used to be coming out and saying, if you drink, you're weak and I am better than you. Having that guy come out and say, like, look, I've dealt with this before. This is a fucking disease. This is no fault of Moxley. He is getting help. That is what he needs is to get help. Cheer for that motherfucker right now. I got chills. Uh, But that was my baby face slash heel of the week. Who would like to go next? Mine is a quick one, so I could get him knocked out housing real quick. <laughs> um, you missed it. So, we tweeted at him. No, I know you did. I was there. Um, but uh, since we've already said a lot about Dan Housen, um in the episode, because I guess nobody read my baby face of the week. I again. genuinely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he started. I thought you had changed it because he started. <laughs> Uh, no, uh, Dan Housen, we all know he's a great guy, wonderful character, very, very nice, very evil. Um, but he and, uh, Mance were both injured last week on a, at a indie show in Knoxville. Is that where it was? Good old Knoxville, baby mm-hmm. TN! Um, but yeah, they were both injured in different ways. Uh, Dan Housen had to go get quick surgery for his ankle injury. Um, broke, and he's going to be out for a bit. Tip fib. Oh, tip fib. Gotta that's get it. Full yeah. rod put in that leg. Yeah. So that's, and that's going to be fucking hard. I know as, um, like, uh, I have relatives who have had similar, uh, procedures done. Um, like my grandfather. And he says, yeah, that, that changes things. That changes how you walk. That changes what you do. Um, but, uh, Give all the love to this very evil little fucker as he recovers <laughs> and <laughs> buy his shirt. Very injured, very Support evil. Support the nasty man. Support <laughs> the nasty man, Dan Housen. Dan Housen. Because, you know what, he's the only person that I love to call evil. Yeah. Oh, shit. Effie versus Alan Angels in Atlanta Sunday. I know what I'm doing. Anyways, Dylan, what's your heel of the week? <laughs> Baby, or baby face. face of the week, yeah. Oh, uh, so you know, 
you're on the other side of the coin. Uh, my baby face of the week is Malachi Black, because much like, uh, much like, I can't even think of anyone else. He is great at just like taking a promo. Give if you give Malachi Black a minute of like screen time, he will make everything going on in kayfabe around his character okay. Just that's all it takes. Lose to Cody in the most infuriating finish I've ever seen in AEW. This feud was never about me beating you. It was about you showing who you really are to everyone and getting booed. I, it's like I, you won the this last battle. I won the war. Beautiful. Beautiful. Gets banned from ringside this morning. Tells Tony Khan it will not matter. Like... I think I think the thing he said was when uh, Julius Caesar was killed, it wasn't just Marcus Aurelius who turned on him. And then FTR shows up. And I was just like, I was really hoping you meant that the Nightmare family was finally going to kill him. But <laughs> I guess this will work. Like, like the character is so good at, and he's so good at talking, like the you could tell he's worked on this character for a while. If you listen to his uncensored, you could tell like he are unrestricted. He could tell he's been on this for a while and it just, it just works like everything about it just works. And I can't wait until he no longer deals with Cody. So I don't have to listen to it anymore. That's yeah, that is the, that is, he had, a, he had that one-off with, uh, with Dante Martin, which, like, getting beaten by him started Dante's whole storyline because Leo Rush was like to be like, you see how you got your shit kicked in by the by the Danish man? The Danishman. The Danishman. Um, that, that is the thing because it's like I want to see Malachi Black in different stories now because I'm getting but, – but that's the thing about Cody, too, is, like, he kills – other people's momentum instead of building it up like you're supposed to. Are you and two saying you're not excited to see Malachi Black and Andrade versus Too Fast Too Fuego at full gear? <laughs> Fuck you. Specifically Too oh, Fast Too Fuego, not Cody Rhodes. You I, asshole. I am, I am very excited to see Fuego die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited to see Fuego take a fucking black mass into, what is it, like a fucking hammerlock flatliner, I think is what Andrade uses now. Yeah, because he, someone has the uh, DDT variation yeah, that the, he uses. Well, it's, tie, the, it's the DD tie, even though she doesn't, she doesn't do the, the way she does it is weird, because she wraps the, the arm closest, which wouldn't really do anything. <laughs> Oh, by the way, how the fuck... AEW's women's division is always bizarre because one week they will just be like, oh, by the way, they're number one contender. When the fuck did that happen? That's how I was with Ty Conti because I thought they were going to set up Britt versus... Two Fridays Anna. ago? Yeah, it was like two Fridays yeah, ago. Yeah, it was a couple weeks, It yeah. was uh, Britt versus Anna, and then afterwards Ty saved Anna. And I was like, I had this whole thing reversed. I had Ty, or, uh, Ty getting beat up. Anna makes the save, and then Anna versus uh, Britt at the pay-per-view. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know who's going to take it off him, or take it off Britt at this point. Like, it all depends on who wins the TBS title. After that, the whole landscape will become clear. Yeah. I'm yeah. hoping Anna. I'm hoping Anna's the one to take it off of her, but I think she may still be a little bit too young. 
Yeah, that's still um. I still think that if anybody's gonna take it off bread, I I want it to be Rosa more than Rosa, anyone. Yeah. But would make sense the most. Uh oh, update from the Wrestle Babies on what they think of Kid Bandit. I like sword. I like jacket. The scar is very gender, but the vibes are off. Not quite a sussy baka, but on notice. So that's what they <laughs> I, think of I'm Kid sorry, Bandit. But I need you to burn that entire place. Based <laughs> off that one comment. <laughs> I need you to burn that entire Discord to the ground. Let me just send a, a gif of a fire emoji and say this is from Dylan. All right. Uh, what did you boys learn this week? I've I've learned that I am morbidly curious about what these what you're tell what what are you cultivating wrestle wise among these people. <laughs> Look, they fight back earlier. They're like, MJF should do more stuff. They just have him talk. And I'm like, that is doing something. They're like, but I want him to do cool stuff. What? I learned that in, uh, fuck. I learned that in about five years, um, we're going to be having the same conversations we had on this episode about Cody, about Kid Bandit. About Kid Bandit. And I learned that Kid Bandit is not quite a sussy baka yet. <laughs> So where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Video on YouTube. You can find me crying every night. You can find me on Tibber at Scotty Mo S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Check out all the other podcasts, including The Weird and my brand new show, Rate That Cryptid, where a silly little guy rates everyone's favorite cryptids. We've released episodes on the Mothman, the um, Mongolian Deathworm, and the day of this release, hopefully we will have an episode out on the Werewolf. And you get to learn all about that on Rate That Cryptid, only on the Weird YouTube channel. If you just look up right that cryptid you'll find it right there the mongolian death worms a fun cryptid i'm glad you it's, did that one yeah everybody should really go go listen to the weird uh as i said earlier the podcast so good it's surprising it has anything tangentially to do with us <laughs> in any way shape or form uh, special thanks to Megaran for our theme song, Fighters. You go support Ch Megaran. Go check him out, Megaran.com. Go get his new album, Live 95, baby. And as always, you can find us at LoadOfPureBS.com. Step up to the merch table at Merch.LoadOfPureBS.com. Find us on Facebook, donate to the Patreon, subscribe on YouTube. And remember to follow us on Twitter at FightBoyShowDanhausen. Because when you're very nice, you're very evil for life. <laughs> <laughs>